Asar Nisim. There were ten miracles. Nasu Lavisenu Bimitsraim that were performed for our forefathers in Egypt. Vasara Alayam and there were ten miracles that God performed for our forefathers at the splitting of the Red Sea. Asara Makois Hevi Akodish Baruchu Allah Mitsriim Bimitsraim. God brought ten plagues upon the Egyptians in Egypt. And God brought ten plagues upon the Egyptians at the Red Sea. Our forefathers challenged God ten times in the Midbar, in the desert. And here the Mishnah quotes a verse from the Torah, and God says that they challenged me ten times, and they did not hearken to my voice. So this is the Mishnah. There are numerous questions in this Mishnah. Number one is, it says that God performed for us ten miracles in Egypt, and then ten miracles at the Red Sea. And then it goes on to say, He performed for us ten makois that He bring upon Egypt in Mitzrayim, and ten plagues upon the Egyptians at the Red Sea. So number one, it should have said, God brought ten plagues on the Egyptians in Egypt. And to protect us, he performed ten miracles that we were not smitten by these ten plagues. That should have been the order. And then, to move on and say, there were ten plagues at the splitting of the Red Sea, and God performed ten miracles, and he protected us from those ten plagues at the Red Sea. Yet the order is reversed. It first starts with the miracles, then the plagues. Furthermore, he puts the miracles of Mitzrayim and the Red Sea together, and then the plagues of Mitzrayim and the Red Sea together. Furthermore, he brings a verse when he came to the Midbar. And the verse says that they tested me ten times. Okay, now we have a proof from the Torah. We have a verse that says, they tested me ten times. But why must the Mishnah bring the latter part of the verse, they did not listen to my voice. This is not needed as a proof for the ten times that we challenged God. A more basic question. Each Mishnah represents a new concept. So, if in Mishnah number 4, he talks about miracles, the 10 miracles that he brought upon the Jewish people in Egypt, the 10 miracles that he brought upon the Jewish people at the splitting of the Red Sea, why does he continue and bring 10 tests, 10 challenges that we brought to God in the desert? It's a separate concept. One is miracles, one is tests. It should have been in a separate Mishnah, a separate category.
Finally, how does all of this connect with the theme of Pirkeiavis, which is Mili de Chasudusa? The concept of Pirkeiavis, or ethics of our fathers, is to go beyond the letter of the law and how we are to live our daily life. How does this concept of the history of the Jewish people, of the plagues in Egypt, the plagues at the Red Sea, how does this shape our life today? How does this quantify who we are? And how does this make us go beyond the letter of the law? Okay. What is the concept of a miracle? What is the concept of a nace? The concept of a nace and the definition of a nace is to lift up a person beyond the realm of nature. In other words, in order for us to be protected from these plagues that God brought upon the Egyptian people, God needed to lift us up over the nature of Egypt, over the nature of the world. Now, when God lifted up the Jewish people beyond the nature of the world so that we will not be smitten by these plagues, he not only lifted us up for the ten plagues of Egypt, but also for the ten plagues of the splitting of the Red Sea. And this is similar to one who builds a home. When you build a home, you have a goal. You want to build a home. You don't first have a goal for the first floor, then build the first floor, then decide later, okay, how will I build the second floor? On the contrary, you have the goal of the entire building. And the same is true here. God's goal was to take the Jews out of Egypt and bring them across the Red Sea. To take them out of Egypt was not a complete redemption. But on the contrary, he needed to lift us up that we were totally redeemed and therefore to take us beyond the Sea of Reeds as well. As you know, after the Jewish people left Egypt, Egypt sent the army to bring us back. So leaving Egypt was not a total redemption. On the contrary, we also needed to cross the Red Sea. On that note, there's a famous teaching, and that is you can take the Jew out of Egypt, but can you take Egypt out of the Jew? You can take a Jew out of exile, but can you take exile out of the Jew? And this was really the problem that the Jewish people encountered at that time. Yes, they were taken out of Egypt. Yes, they went through the Red Sea. However, they still had slave mentality. So how do you remove this slave mentality from the Jewish people? Here, now God brings us into the desert, and we test him ten times. But really, a test is God provoking us. Really, a test is God giving us a challenge. Really, a test is God bringing us to a crossroad. And now we have to decide how to handle the situation. So we are tested. And therefore we provoke God. Now it doesn't say that we sinned ten times. But rather we tested God ten times. The word for test is nisyonot. It is the same two letters as nes, miracle. Nisim and nisyonot are both spelled nun, samach. Nun is the letter nun, means nofel, means to fall. When you fall, 
Then you have the Samach, which is to Soimech Neuflim, to lift up and to support those who are fallen. So a Neis and an Isayon, a miracle and a test are really two of the same. Now that God takes us out of Egypt, he tests us. And the purpose of the test is to elevate us, is to make us go higher and to allow us to go beyond slave mentality. And this was the purpose of these 10 tests that God brought upon us in the desert. Even if we fail, even if we falter, even if we do not succeed at first to overcome this test, the test alone brings us to a new level. And we could always make up later for the test that we failed earlier. And this brings us to COVID-19. This past year has been very challenging for all of us. And when we are challenged, there are those who rise to the occasion. There are those who accomplish great things, who become giants and leaders. And others under a test succumb to the challenges and they fail. COVID-19 has brought out the best in people. However, COVID-19 has also brought out the worst in people. Comes along the Torah and tells us you are to know when you are challenged with a test, even if you did not accomplish the first time, you can still accomplish the second time. Even if you failed yesterday, you can still succeed today. And this is why. Here in Pirki Avot, in Ethics of Our Fathers, the Torah concludes with the verse after we are told that God tested us or we tested God ten times. It says we did not hearken to his voice. God says you did not listen to me. What is the author of the Mishnah telling us? When it came to Pharaoh and God said to Pharaoh, let my people go. Or Moses told Pharaoh, God told me, let my people go. Pharaoh said, I don't know God. I don't know who he is. The Jewish people did not say, I don't know God. They did not listen to God. Listening means to understand. In other words, the essence is good. The, the internal organs are solid. However, we don't comprehend every Jew by nature loves God. Every Jew by nature wants to do the good thing and wants to do the right thing. However, sometimes we misunderstand. Sometimes we don't understand. Sometimes we cannot understand. But if we would understand and we did understand, then we would, of course, no doubt, follow the words of God. And so the Tana of the Mishnah, the author of the Mishnah, is really ending off on a positive note because the Talmud gives us a rule that you always have to be Messiah Betoyev, you always have to conclude on a positive note. What is the positive note? They did not hearken to my voice. It's only an external flaw, only an external problem. But in essence, we are connected with God. And because it's only external, it's very easy to once again become realigned 
with the truth, to become realigned with the purpose, to become realigned with the objective. And so, yes, we were challenged this past year. And perhaps many of us have not risen to the occasion. Perhaps many of us failed the test. It's not too late. Now's the time. Now's the time to do tshuva. Now's the time to return. Now's the time to make up for it. And every descent is for a greater ascent. Through tshuva, through returning, through repentance, not only are you accepted, but you are more loved than before. We mentioned that COVID brought out the best and also the worst. I would like to tell you a story. I received a phone call a few days ago from a public servant. Someone who works for the city and that individual is a very fine person. He himself is a convert, a get tzedek, a righteous convert. And he told me that over COVID-19, being that he worked from his home, he decided he wanted to grow a beard. And so because he had more time to learn Torah, he, he started to learn Tanya every day and Talmud every day. He became more aligned, more inspired, and he began to grow a beard. He called his unit. He asked them, can I grow a beard? They said, look, as long as the beard is small, close to your face, it's not a problem. He began to grow the beard and not only did the beard hug his face, but it began to grow longer and longer and he said, you know what? I want to do this. It's the right thing. He grew out his whole beard. Now the office says, you got to shave it off. You're coming back to work. You have to cut off your beard. He calls me up. He says, Rabbi, I need your help. Can you send me a letter? Can you support me? I said, I have a question to ask you. Before I send you a letter, Before I support you, I have one question to ask you. Yes, Rabbi, what's the question? I said to him, does your wife like your beard? Does my wife like my beard? That's the question. I said, yeah, that's the question. He says, let me put my wife on the phone. So his wife gets onto the phone. I I asked the wife, so tell me, do you like his beard? He says, Rabbi, not only do I like his beard, I love his beard. Not only do I love his beard, but because of this, he inspired me to cover my hair and put on a shaitl. I said, wow, unbelievable. Look at this. A Jew, a Gertzedek, is home because of COVID-19. And he starts to learn Motorah. He gets more inspired. And look what he does. He now grows a beard. His wife puts on a shaitl. This is unbelievable. And therefore, we see the silver lining. We see how every descent is for a greater ascent. And so comes along the Mishnah and says that you should know that this is the Mili de Chasadusa. This is the beyond the letter of the law. This is the objective of the Mishnah. That even though the Jewish people were in Mitzrayim, our forefathers were in Egypt, still in all, God performed for them a miracle. And he lifted them up. He made for them ten miracles. What does this mean? That even when we are in Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim etymologically means borders and constraints. When we have challenges, when we are in Golos, we have, when we have COVID-19, we need to know that the Mila de Chasidusa is that we can go beyond the letter of the law. 
we can go beyond nature and elevate, elevate all of our ten faculties of intellect and emotions, Chachma bin Adas, the three intellectual faculties, and Chesed, Gevura, Tferes, Netzach, Hoid, Yusoid, Malchus, the seven emotional faculties, that we can be beyond Golos, we can be beyond these challenges, we can rise above it, and truly succeed and accomplish things that we never thought possible before. And so this is the inspiration of Prikiyavis. This is the inspiration of this Mishnah. My dear friends, as I mentioned in my recent letter that the next 45 classes we are going to dedicate to those 45 holy souls that perished in Meron. And it's interesting to note that the chapter and Mishnah that we chose this week is Mishnah number four in chapter number five, 45. This is the challenge. This is the Nisayon. And this is the objective to rise above and to truly get closer to Almighty God and prepare the world. The Kabbal Panei Mishiach Sutkenu. I would like to end with one last story. There was a Yid there was a Jew living in France and he got in touch with the local Chabad house. He began to put on tefillin. He started keeping kosher. He started giving charity. He started keeping Shabbos. And he was getting closer and closer, learning every day, praying three times a day. And he was really into it. He was really into the religion. He was really into the spirituality. And he felt, thank you God for saving me. And then, as he was talking to the shaliach, it became apparent that he had one major problem. And that is, he was dating somebody not Jewish. Now, even though the Torah tells us that every human being is created in the image of God, and every person is beautiful, and every person is holy, yet there are certain laws of the Torah. For example, we don't mix meat together with milk. The meat is kosher. The milk is kosher, yet Torah says you cannot mix these two together. And so Torah tells us that a Noahide, a non-Jew, are supposed to marry Noahides. A Jew is supposed to marry a Jew. And according to Torah, we don't mix. And so it became apparent to the Shaliach that this young man was dating somebody who was not Jewish. He spoke to him about it. They discussed it. And yet the individual said, I cannot separate myself from this girl. I love her too much. She's beautiful. She's amazing. I just can't do it. The shliach said, look, I cannot help you. Perhaps you should go to New York and go to the Rebbe and tell him your problem. And so he traveled to New York and he went on the long line for dollars. As you know, Sunday morning, the Rebbe would hand out dollars to thousands upon thousands of people. And the Rebbe would give his advice and blessing. And so this young man came to the Rebbe and asked the Rebbe for advice. However, before coming to the Rebbe, the Shliach told him, you have to be prepared. When you come to the Rebbe, you have two or three seconds to talk. Therefore, prepare your words wisely. Put everything into one sentence, one phrase, and tell the Rebbe your problem. And so he goes by the Rebbe and he tells the Rebbe, Rebbe, I'm dating a gorgeous non-Jew. And the Rebbe responds, I am jealous. 
I'm jealous. He thinks to himself, what do you mean the Rebbe is jealous? The Rebbe continued and explained. God sometimes gives us a test. And the objective of a test is to bring us from a low level to the highest level. Normally when we do mitzvahs, we take one step at a time. But a test gives us the ability to jump from the lowest level to the highest level. I'm jealous. God gave you a test. I'm jealous. God gave you the opportunity. I'm jealous. God gave you a gift to jump from the lowest level to the highest level in one act. When he heard that the Rebbe was jealous of him, he says, wow, this great Rebbe, this tzaddik, this leader of the generation, this Moses of our generation, who knows the whole Torah on his fingertips, who inspires thousands of people, says to me, he's jealous of me. He takes his phone, he calls France, he says to the young girl, I love you, but I'm sorry, we have to cut it off. And he breaks the relationship. He moves on to marry a beautiful, nice Jewish girl. She finds a very, very handsome young man, and both of them are living happily ever after. My dear friends, when it comes to Nisyanus, when it comes to tests, the Gemara says we're not allowed to challenge God. In other words, we don't say to God, God, give me a test. I want to try to jump from this lowest level to the highest level. David HaMelech, King David, who was a saint, who was a prophet, said to God, test me, and he failed. And therefore the story is recorded to teach us this lesson, never test God. But there is one thing we could test God for. And that is when it comes to tzedakah, when it comes to charity, we have a right to challenge God. We say, God, look, I'm going to give a million dollars to tzedakah this year on the condition that you will give me five million back. We have a right to challenge God to go out of our comfort zone and to truly challenge God for the blessing. Similarly, the Rebbe says you can challenge God when it comes to tefillin, to have kosher tefillin and beautiful tefillin and say, God, look, I am getting these tefillin for you. Bless me with long life, with health, with protection, and with Parnassah. So my dear friends, we hope and pray that God will not give us any tests. But if we have a test, and we had plenty of tests this year, we should now have the ability to have this quantum leap to jump out of Golos, out of Mitzrayim, and to see and pray and demand Mashiach now, that God take us out of Golos now. Amen.